Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily after a whole to do with Zoom and recording. It was a whole thing. And I mean, frankly, I don't need this on a Wednesday. No, who needs this? Um, how are you feeling? What? Tell me your thoughts on last night's episode, episode seven of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I cannot believe it's been seven weeks. Let's start. I know, right? Is it wrong to say the most exciting part about last night was when they said, still to come on this season of Real Housewives? And no, it was... It was not the most exciting episode, but that the preview trailer. is exciting. Can't wait. Um, Monica was on Watch What Happens Live. I had been wondering if she was going to be good on it. She was good on it. She I mean, slayed. She was good on it. She looks different. She looks good, I think. She does, but are her teeth completely different? I think her lips are bigger. I think she got filler. She looks like herself, but like she put a filter on. Yeah, she looks great. Um, she was really funny with Heather McMahon. They were very funny together um and she was good but correct me if I'm wrong I get the impression Monica hates literally everyone on that show now well what I've heard is everyone hates her feelings mutual from what everyone on that except maybe not Meredith she seems whatever about Meredith which is interesting right mm -hmm. but she does not like Lisa Barlow no no she does not and she really does not like Angie Katzenavis I legitimately thought Heather McMahon was Heather Gay the first time I saw her on TikTok. They look so much alike. They look, and when she, when Heather McMahon was like, everyone always thinks I'm Heather Gay anyway. I was like, yeah, that, that tracks. Right. Sisters. It's, it's like uncanny. Yeah. She was really fun though. Um, yeah. Anyway, she was, Monica was good. She hates you guys. I don't think things are going to, um, end well uh for her for Monica and they did not go well last night I will tell I told Meg this and then I said I'll save it I had a very big emotion about Monica and her mom's fight last night and no one on the internet agreed with me so I'll let you know when that comes up but just to start it off Meg if I put a box like anywhere near my head my dog freaks out. I wear a beanie. My dog freaks out. But Angie K's dog is just totally fine with this five-foot bunny walking around. <laughs> yeah. Like, most dogs can't handle hats. But that dog was very chill with, like, Donnie Darko showing up at the front door. <laughs> Darko came and the dog was like, wow, cool. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing from the opener. And I know this is petty. I love it when rich people have bad handwriting. It's just like, there's something about it that makes me feel like, yep, you can't buy that, can you, Angie? They never they never had to put in the time like the rest of us. She doesn't probably even know how to do cursive besides they, In prep school, they were probably like, don't worry, you'll have servants who do this for you. I feel like Angie K is like at least 15 years older than me. And my, um, I don't know if that's true. I don't know She's how- 50. Oh, yeah, she's older. She's a bit older than me. Uh, but I feel like she must have been in like such a nice school. They were like, computers will be a thing. Don't worry about learning to to write well. Because her yeah. was embarrassingly bad. <laughs> I didn't notice, but I believe you. Thrilled me. Um, if a producer let a bunny get in my car, sued. You're sued. I did think about that. Do they have keys to Heather's car? Because I feel like she locked her door. Heather's I mean Mary's face was the best part of my night was watching the bunny go to Mary's window which by the way I would feel very threatened by that yeah my reaction would be exactly Mary's which was I'm gonna roll down my window very slowly and only part way in case this person intends harm 
Yes. There was something one day I was walking down the street. I don't know why with a friend and there was a spider, a guy dressed head to toe in Spider-Man. And both of us were like, that's very threatening. We do not yeah, like Yeah. That. No, thank you. No, thank you. A mask's in public. I think we should disagree. No. Um, next question for you is what time of day are Whitney and Justin on their date? Noon. <laughs> I'm almost positive. Middle of the day. Sunlight could not have been brighter at Urban Hill. Have you been there? No, but everybody loves it. Oh, I guess we'll go. Where is it? Downtown. Oh, okay. Well, it is an empty restaurant at this time of day. And it's so bright. And I'm also like just eating a giant steak dinner, two o'clock. Love right? it. And a red wine. I'm like, I hope you're planning to take a nap. Yeah, I hope we're getting a nap. Um, My next question here was, I have two more follow-up questions. Why are these women cooking bacon before school? Oh, I know. What is wrong with them? The bacon burnt? Well, yeah, duh, because you're not supposed to cook bacon before school. And not to brag, but make your lunches the night before. I never do that. Every school year, I'm like, I'm going to do lunches the night before. Not once. It not is, once have I done that. It is the only thing I do really well. I am. I do not work out regularly. I do not get my teeth cleaned. I never finish my antibiotics. I'm sorry. Wait. You do not get your teeth cleaned. I mean, I try to hit it once a year, but definitely never two oh, times. Oh, come on. Every, no never. one's getting their teeth cleaned twice a year. Get it's out of here. It's been 18 months. All right. Anyway, either way, I'm not doing any of that. I don't do any of those things. The one thing that I am like, I do, I make that lunch. The night before because I love to sleep. So I don't want to wake up and feel frantic. I like to I get it. him out the door. And then guess what, Meg? I go back to sleep. Listen to this. I have one kid who has to get up at 645 and get out the door. And then I have a full hour before the next crop of kids has to leave. That's what I'm saying. You I he has to be out the door by 740. I wake him up at 7.20. We're not spending a lot of time in the mornings. Yeah. Go back to bed. I hear he gets out the door. I fall back asleep until nine. Wow, that's amazing. I don't think I can fall back asleep. Sometimes I'll take half a kid's melatonin. (laughs) (laughs) Another hour and a hour and 15. But you got him. Like the one thing I'm really proud of myself is I make the lunch the night before and it's 10 out of 10. I'm more of a Whitney in this situation. I'm scrambling in the mornings. I do not set expectation that anyone's getting one warm food in the morning and two bacon for sure. Not going to bacon. Bacon's a lot. Like I'll do eggs if I have time, but bacon and then your house smells like bacon for like weeks. And also Whitney, are you poor? Get an air fryer for that bacon. I can't. I don't have an air fryer, Emily. Sometimes it's about counter space. Oh, it's okay. Next question I had was is Justin trying to get fired again? Because why did Justin get fired before? We all think we know, and we all believe it's because Justin and Whitney shared a private moment on national TV. Yeah, burn my retinas. We can never unsee it. I'll never forget it. And we're here at this 2 p.m. steak lunch, and Justin (laughs) on national TV is bringing up his intercourse life again I'm like are you trying to get fired again sir why if I was Justin I wouldn't touch my bedroom life with my wife with a 50-foot pole on national tv at this point okay so I listen to the ringers reality tv podcast and it's always like kind of uncomfy hearing people who aren't from here talk about here 
um they were like utah is a backward place but this place that hired justin must be pretty progressive and i'm like okay uh, okay we'll, we'll talk about the backward thing another time offline but i think that he was hired by a place that was like oh this guy's on tv and he's a star and that can be a benefit to us yeah okay um listen we're not a backward place and i love the ringer um but you guys are wrong utah whatever i'm not here to defend utah we do backwards things sometimes sure yeah yeah in some ways we are in some ways we aren't i'm sure just like a lot of places yeah what states are forward kentucky (laughs) georgia tennessee like we're you're in the minority if you're in a forward-thinking state i think oh i agree so whatever i also get very defensive i love utah back off um i get i get like don't listen to me because i get overly defensive like i'm ready to like throw hands and someone's like oh you duh i'm like the mountains are beautiful okay four seasons have you seen the delicate arch we have that all right five hours you've got red rock you drive one hour the other way you've got (laughs) mountains bug off if you haven't gone zions to bryce and you have the audacity to tell me that utah is anything but spectacular i'll punch you in the face have you even had funeral potatoes yeah bug off Let's invite them over. Um, okay, the filling up of the water mid-crisis, chef's kiss. Thank you, that waitress, for not reading the room at all. <laughs> that was. was the wedding ring thing confusing to you? Because yeah. the whole conversation was like, you're not wearing your wedding ring, and that makes me sad. And I'm like, what is he doing at work that requires him taking off his wedding ring? Like, what is happening? I guess cheating is the only thing we're all. My I mean, has, that's the assumption I'm making. Does your husband wear his wedding ring religiously? I don't think so. No. Mine definitely does not. And and honestly, I don't wear my wedding ring every day. I broke my elbow a couple years ago. My fingers swollen, ebb and flow, depending on the weather now. So I don't wear my wedding ring. Um, I guess I'm cheating. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a whole bunch of assumptions about you. We work from home job. <laughs> We both work from home, so I guess <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, I I don't know where you are every second of every day. Like, if you're pulling this off, that's amazing. Good for you. Uh, Whitney's confessional look. I think it was a new one. There, it's the worst hair extension hairstyle yet. It's like she saw that Elvis Presley movie and was like, yeah, I like the way Priscilla looks. I haven't seen it. Have you? No, the old one with um uh, my mom, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. I don't remember Priscilla's hair in that. Well, Priscilla Presley has a very distinct hairstyle. And it's yeah. some part and then uh, like some and then some boof. And then yeah. it's pretty straight. And that was what Whitney was giving a dollar store version of that. Okay. She's also wearing like a, cha- a shirt made out of gold chains. Mm, like the people who would LARP after school in the playground area with their foam swords. Whitney's wardrobe never ceases to just make me feel like the most judgmental person in the world. Um, That's why we have this podcast. Every time. Uh, Okay. Hey, Meg, I've been to the Wick Lab, so I'm basically- You have? What sense did you choose? Bergamot, grapefruit, and there was something else with it. But I do love grapefruit. I love bergamot so it was dynamite I mean I knocked it out of the park I made like four different candles and not to brag but I use the exact same 
accoutrements that Lisa did. So that also means I have good taste. Yeah. Uh, how is the scent in terms of carrying throughout your house? Do you feel like it's worth it? I don't think so. I hear okay. the thing. It was fun. No, it fills my room, but it doesn't fill the house. Um, right. And it's really strong at first, but then it definitely, I feel like, loses it quicker. Um, I will say, though, the thing that's annoying is you have to go back two days to pick it up. I really didn't like that part. Ooh, like color me mine. Yeah, you make it and then you have to go pick. It has to cure. I get it, but I didn't like it. Um, Also, how desperate are the producers for places to film at this point? So sad. How much was a candle at the Wick Lab? I think it was like 25 bucks to do it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not even like a luxe experience no no and I mean the high schoolers work there we know because that girl shot took her shot got her five minutes of fame good for you love I love her for that I love that girl for that I was like what was her thought process was she like hey I'm gonna jump in really quick and say something um like do you think they told the wig lab people like just act normal enough that she thought yeah I'll just go ahead and do this I mean there's no way this wasn't a setup right it felt awkward enough. Lisa was like kind of awkward enough that I'm like could could go either way. Okay, but Lisa's always kind of awkward. Lisa is kind of awkward. Um, that was fun for us. So Lisa walks in to Angie going, LB, and I don't like that. I don't like I don't that. Either. I don't either. Love the two of them together. <laughs> yeah, they're, di- they're a dynamic duo for sure little insufferable um angie also getting frankincense myrrh and chloe it's like all right <laughs> wise man she's really leaning into her christianity this episode uh yeah we'll get we'll get more into uh christos and assy uh christos and, yeah praise uh lisa i do think listen i think she's stirring the pot but i also think she's being she's telling the truth when she says listen Meredith alluded to this rumor but Monica is the one who put this out there. Monica doubled down on it is what she's telling Angie. Monica is not your friend. And at this point in the episode, I am thinking, please, heaven above, Christos Anassi, please do not make Angie K the center of the season. She's not dynamic, likable, or interesting enough to make her that main faith focal point of contention for the season. I think that's where we're headed, though. Look, she's unpredictable. I'll give her that. She's unpredictable, but also predictable. Like, she's just going to blame everyone else for everything always. Monica may have said it out loud. Whitney may have insisted they tell Angie, but Angie is the one who then stormed across the room at Apres Ski and confronted Meredith loudly about this. Like, if anyone is spreading this, it's Angie IMO. Angie herself agreed. Um, what the H is wrong with Mary's kid? I don't know what's happening in this ha- that house, but it's like a real bummer. Like not even a way where I'm like, this is kind of funny. I'm more like, I don't want to spend time here with I feel these like people. I'm a little concerned. Um, it was nice to be back on that AstroTurf carpet. I forgot how much I liked the it. green carpet is a vibe. Um, so Mary decides on TV to talk to her son for the first time about the rumors that he's married, which he says, turns out kind of, yeah, he's married. Yeah. And living in her home. But guess what, Meg? It was just like low key a year ago. (laughs) And why did I ask you what was wrong with, with him, Robert Jr.? Because I think we all know what's wrong with Robert Jr. 
His mother is Mary Cosby. And his dad is his dad, great grandpa. Great grandpa, yeah. Step grandpa dad. You know, it's <laughs> it's a tough that kids had a lot to overcome. Mary's like, well, I'm not gonna pay for your wife. And I was like, Well, you already are Mary. I know you are the provider. I know they are literally living in your home. Mary's food prep was fun to see again. I forgot about how hilarious it was. The kitchen is giving like 2011 maybe for like big on Pinterest for a hot minute like bright blue cabinets. Did you notice the breakfast at Tiffany's from like Marshall's Home Goods like illustrated picture in the background? Yeah of Audrey Hepburn blowing a bubble from bubblegum. I just think like Holly Golightly the ultimate manic pixie girl (laughs) and Mary are I don't see the connection between the two of diametrically them. opposed <laughs> but you know okay uh yeah Mary's house was my college that that's what that was yes. Houston college every dorm room that had a framed photo of the Eiffel Tower somewhere one of my roommates literally went to the paint store and said I want a Tiffany's blue <laughs> and then she painted her whole room Tiffany's blue and I mean look it, she got boys so but she, that's what college is for, trying out yes. terrible ideas. I felt like if you didn't think for a minute, I really relate to Holly Golightly in college. Were you even having an existential crisis? Absolutely not. And, and I got bad news for you. One's coming. Yeah, I was like, if you're not having an existential crisis in college, like you're going to have a bad midlife crisis. And <laughs> yeah. I pray for you. Gear uh, up. I forgot. So Meredith comes over and Meredith's like, Mary, but keep into yourself, huh? And Mary's like, yeah, everyone sucks. All they do is the same thing over and over again. All we are is hearing the same rumors over and over again. And then Meredith's like, thanks for saying that. Let me talk about those rumors again. Yes. Meredith is, you know, I didn't spread the rumor. That's not even the rumor I was talking about. Monica did it. Who cares? She's going to the GLAAD Awards. How do I know? Oh, she told us nine times. Yeah. Um... I was surprised by Mary in this conversation saying like, I need to see growth. And I'm like, Mary, every time you're with these women, you're not actually with these women. Like, how do you know who has grown and who hasn't grown? You're not spending any time with them. You're going to McDonald's. Mary, like mirror, sis. Right? Like, sorry, hate to say it because I enjoy you. You're hilarious TV, but speaking of- You're hilarious, but I'm also terrified of you. Oh, terrified. I hope she never knows who I am or listens to this. I'll- whatever i'd rather wear jesus after you she will read the bible and me (laughs) um all right well mary's like wow meredith i can't believe you're not invited to angie's easter brunch but then mary immediately goes i don't want to go i don't want to be around them (laughs) psychotic the day of the party she called angie and she was like hey i'm really upset i can't go but i can't come to your easter lunch but our house in vegas flooded a year ago period <laughs> so I gotta go there I gotta, so I gotta go. go there and Angie's like oh I'm so upset I was really hoping you'd be here and I was like why <laughs> no you weren't don't Ain't lie one reason you were hoping Mary was gonna come yeah and like talk about how bad your food is and how terrible everyone's accessories are and I which also, would be fun honestly it'd be fun I I don't want Mary going to religious things why i don't want to hear about mary's opinion on religion i just think it's great to keep it i mean separation of church and state when it comes to mary for me oh i wish that was true for all of them if we're being honest yeah i'm just not interested i about any of it the most interesting part was father george which bold move inviting a man of the cloth to a real housewives gathering 
is that more bold or was angie's speech about rising up which had dual purpose both in terms of the resurrection and in terms of her interactions with her castmates more bold i you're right it's that one but and also to but the boldest part was that she did that conversation where she compared herself to jesus i'm pretty sure yeah it was uh it was shocking might be an understatement but it was really something did it in front of the father (laughs) that's the worst part it's the combination of both man (laughs) like she thought to herself he'll be on my side once he sees this (laughs) she sure did and i admire that confidence i truly do same i will say as much as bad as i talk about angie i liked her dad and i liked his story i thought that was very interesting her yes. dad is nice i want to party with her dad i have a feeling even her dad is like hey you can cool it on mentioning your greek louis was became a widower at 44 he was an immigrant from crete he raised seven children on his own after his wife passed away and he really truly seems like a delightful man he seems like um if i had i don't know him at all if i had to guess i think he's his motto is don't sweat the small stuff I think so. You know what else I really wanted to experience here? That's weird. That's like I'm saying I wanted to experience her dad. But what else I had a positive reaction to was the spread of food. I was like, that looks good. Um, yes, I do. This I yeah, I thought that food looked good. There I was very interested in that like shepherd's pie with pasta. If yeah. anyone what that is, please DM me. I want to find it and eat it. Um, I'm not even a lamb fan, but like it looks good. That for me was not it. Um, I don't like lamb. I I don't like food that looks like an animal. I'd rather eat a hot dog. (laughs) The chicken nuggets that are squeezed out of a pastry bag and they're just like a pink goo. Would rather. I mean, for my mental state, if something like that, (laughs) instead of like, and I didn't like when Angie's like someone's animal. I'm like, I don't love that joke. No, it's not good. Here's something else I don't love. Thanks for asking. It's a personal pet peeve of mine, but I do not like at all, all caps. I think it's very creepy and I don't like it at all. And if you do it, look in the mirror. When a mom says to someone else's kid, it's my future in-law, like Je- like oh. Lisa's Ugh. son is going to marry Ugh. her daughter. Yeah, I hate that. It's I don't know why I think it's so gross. Uh, that used to happen to me as a child and now when I experience it happening to other children I have like a physical revulsion to it like well to the surprise of no one I didn't ever have anyone act that way to me um I don't think my friends my parents friends thought I was much of a catch and they wouldn't have been wrong Emily I'm sure I'm sure they did I've seen the photos of you with feathered bangs and you were a catch but I was a bit of a hellion as a young kid Um, which is we'll color our conversation in a minute about Monica and her mom because I would have absolutely yelled at my mom in a public place so I don't think her friends would have ever said that to me but either way I don't like when people say it I don't like it I think it's creepy hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Do we think Lisa got a deal on three linen khaki suits though? I do. Okay, perfect. 1000%. I thought they looked sharp. Jack's shoes were a choice. The eyewear was a choice, but you know what? He's 18. He's finding himself. And if you can't do that um, when you're 18, when can you, you know? Paint your apartment, Tiffany blue, wear your purple shoes, make all the weird choices you need to get it out of your system. I like too that Jack walked in and everyone's like, Jack, I didn't know you were going to make it. And he truly had an attitude like, I just did you a favor. I liked it. I liked it when Lisa went to hug him and he said, makeup, 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 makeup so that makeup, he makeup. wouldn't get makeup on his suit. Because yep. that has happened to him before. He has been there. I also liked Sean coming out swinging. Heather said, Sean, you look so great. Where do you get your clothes tailored? And he said, from my gay boyfriend. And I thought- It's a funny joke. Good for you, Sean. I, I'm just glad you're not crying. Monica said she thought it was weird that he cried. I, I still feel for him. I think there's sincerity to Sean is all I'm trying to say. She said that on Watch What Happens Live. And I feel like there was a lot Monica wasn't saying that she would maybe say later in the season. Agreed. Especially also the other thing that happened is um, Andy asked, whose husband would you rather have, Lisa or Angie's? And she said, neither. And I was like, wait a minute. Don't we see her on the beach being like, I would get with John Barlow. Yeah, you wouldn't take John? Of course you would. Why? Because he is going to mind his own business and support you. Stay out of it. Comment on the dichotomy of the men sitting quietly in the corner and the women fighting. That's what John does. John is staying out of it. Um, okay, so Linda's decided to go help, uh, go ahead and rebrand herself as LD. Who's Linda? Thanks for asking. It's Monica's mom, who is for some reason in this. I just, look, so many like red flags are waving the minute she steps onto the frame of my television. Like this woman is dying to be on television. Immediately calls herself LD, tries to push a meet cute on Louie, which uh, you wish because Louie could do better. All right. I mean, Louie could do more stable at the very least. Um. Yes. So we get that immediately. And I'm like, oh, then I got distracted that Lisa had to wear her sunglasses inside of Angie's house because it's so bright. That <laughs> I mean, I, it's such a white house. And it's it was like, snowing. did you notice it was like dumping snow, which makes it even bright. And there's snow on the ground. So it's just like the light is reflecting off the snow right into her full window, white house. Yeah. You're, and that's like the worst time of year when you're like in warm outerwear and then suddenly you're sweating, even though it's snowing outside. It's just so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Um, I don't, okay. Listen, Angie also has this comment to the gals and they're like, how are you doing? We're glad to see you're doing okay. She's like, yeah, it's been a tough week for my family. I'm like, okay, Angie rumors about your husband. Is it Tuesday for a real housewife? Like buck up lady. I know. It's not that tough. Rumors that have existed for 30 years, no less. Apparently on the streets of Salt Lake, which I would love to know. Which where street? Are. North what Temple, street? South Temple. Tell me the streets, Monica. Third West. Um, okay. So the, now let's get to the heart of it. Monica and Angie decide. Angie decides. Let's sit down and talk. We didn't get along very well. I'm going to say this from the get-go and I will not can, keep repeating myself. Angie was the most manipulative person, the most victim person in the most unfun way I have witnessed on TV. That she was poking 
she was poking, 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 and then being like, what, who, me? She was like a kitten who has claws, and I then was like, I'm adorable. I didn't like it. I did not like her. I think Monica came in so hot, but I also think Angie, through the TV, got under my skin. Mm-hmm. So I think someone who, I'm going to say a bold thing. I don't know if I'm not, Monica is in the most emotionally stable place when this is being filmed. I get the impression there's things in her personal life happening. I would assume. I think that's a pretty recent divorce. Like, her kids are not old. No, and I don't think she sees a therapist. And I doubt she journals. So I feel as though Monica has emotions at that top, uh, right under her skin. And you journal? I try to. Do you read your journals like Heather does? <laughs> yes, and mine are not embarrassing. Heather, okay. listen, Heather, you need to do some childhood therapy. I agree. She, she Go on. Both need to find their inner child and heal them. Yeah, we all do. I've watched TikTok. I know what the therapists are out here saying. I'm in pigeon pose regularly because of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. It's supposed to heal your inner child. Okay, so I do think Angie's like, look, it hurts my feelings, Monica, that you spread these rumors. And Monica is like, listen, everyone is, Monica is immediately fired up. She's like, everyone knows these rumors. Everyone's saying them behind your back. You, sh- I'm being a good friend to saying them to your face. And again, I think Monica came in way too hot. She's way too hot, but she's not wrong. She's not wrong. And Angie is doing this like poor little me whole thing that like for some reason people are falling for, including Monica's own mother, that I was like, I, if I was Monica, that injustice of the situation would put me to an 11. Hey, here's what sent me over the edge. LD comes, pulls up a chair, sits next to them, starts talking to them. Angie turns to her and says, we're just working it out. We're not fighting. We're just working it out. And then she reaches across and pats Monica's leg in the most patronizing, disgusting way. I was furious watching it. They are treating Monica like she's an idiot child. And she's very much the youngest in this group. She's very much in a different life phase. She has apparently to all of us a very bad relationship with her mom. And it really just all came to a head. And last night I wrote comments. This is where this is where I need to bring this up with you. I was like, listen, Monica came in way too hot. And as someone who has come in hot at family gatherings, in public places, in a parking lot, I have come in hot at a Target. I have come in hot in all of those locations at a family member. Spoiler, my own mom. I understand it's not the move. I get that rationally. And one time I came in hot at my mom at a family dinner and my Nana leaned over to me and said, the person who loses their cool the fastest is the person who's always wrong. Because I'm not wrong, but because I was going so mad so fast, everyone is going to defend the other person on the side. Sure, because they look like the victim, yeah. Yeah, so that is what happened to Monica. And I think maybe I feel Monica too much so I was like, I personally felt like LD was out of line. Like, you're not involved in this. She's a woman, a grown woman. If anything, you should sit to the side and be ready. If you want to apologize, fine. But could she not see that she was making it worse? I'm just like, have you not seen the show? The whole point of the show is to argue at an Easter lunch. Like, why are you trying to intervene here? 
And everyone in there is like, that's not a nice way to talk to your mom. And I'm like, of course it's not, but it's not a nice way to talk to your daughter. No, I no. Yeah. It's nice that she kept being like, stop this right now. You need to walk away, go to the bathroom. I was like, she's treating her like she is truly an idiot. Like a dog that peed on the ground is how Monica's mom is treating her. I don't think they treated each other well. So the internet disagrees with me. I'm going to put this out there. All the comments on Monica's pages are like, you shouldn't talk to your mom that way. My mom died and I wish I could have her back and cared about me. Okay, all those things are true, sure. I also just think it's true. Monica's mom shouldn't talk to her like that. Like, No, I think they have a bad relationship. I think that they need to work it out and maybe not be on this show for a minute unless they're okay with their bad relationship being aired everywhere. Listen, something happened to Monica when they were little. And I think Monica did not feel protected by her mom. And I think Monica still feels that way. And in all fairness, she's not wrong. Because why is Monica the mom poking the bear? Like Monica walked away, was like, I need a break. And what does her mom do? Go sit over there and was like, I want to dance. It's like, no one asked you to go sit by her. You keep choosing to keep igniting this conversation with someone who is emotionally very unstable there is nothing wrong with a cool off period listen if you're getting married and people give you the advice don't go to bed don't go go to bed angry punch them in the face it's bad terrible advice, advice terrible advice go to bed angry because guess what you sometimes you just need a break and you come back and things feel better yeah you're tired you need to go to sleep in the morning you'll be like what's the big deal i don't understand why her mom is here every time her mom is on screen i get Dossie Schroeder mom vibes like this is just you're out of place I don't like it you don't belong here you're acting cringe like I am uncomfortable with this like it's not the real housewives of mom city all right no I want to see I don't want to see the real moms of housewives of Salt Lake City and I have like did the producers approach Monica and say like we want to feature you and your mom like why is she such a big part of this I don't know but like Angie being like I would never talk to my dad like that I'm like Angie your dad would never talk to you like that right you know what your dad is doing he is staying out of it he's dancing with bills being thrown at him he thinks uh, louis like listen she's a grown woman these are her own relationships to manage it does not involve me at all right and also she's doing your job because there are cameras here and i guess this is what happens you want to know something else that made me mad thanks for asking when Sean says we don't do this in our house, which Ugh, is, and then hated it. Like, hated it. Angie immediately was like, Yeah, we don't talk like this. You can't come in here and do it. I'm like, Angie is the one doing it in your house. This is not Monica is not the only person. And there's a high chance I'm gonna hate Monica by the end of the season. I'm just saying right now in this tunnel, Monica is not the one person creating this problem. Right. No, Angie absolutely started it. Did Monica respond poorly? Absolutely. But again, that's her job description. That's what this show is. That's why we're watching. They're bringing the drama. Yeah. Anyway. Angie's the Wicked Witch of the West, in my opinion. Like, Monica's like, I'm leaving. I'm going. And Angie's like, should we talk about this? I'm like, the thirstiness of Angie makes her so unlikable. The thirstiness. Inauthenticity. Yeah, yes. Both her and Monica's mom, honestly, they deserve each other. I hope they start their own little, I hope they go on the amazing race together. Do you know what part I hated was when LD sat down next to like Justin Rose and she's like, I'm going to talk with the boys. Uh, Sports. Did any of you play college ball? Why do you care, LD? What is going on? LD is, in my opinion, one of the most self-centered people on the show. Absolutely. And the dog 
is on this show. I'm just kidding. The dog's adorable. I've got all the dogs are adorable. I've got no beef with the dog. I will just say in conclusion, Monica needs therapy. Monica's mom needs therapy. Monica and her mom need therapy together. Yeah. And I know all of Monica's comments disagree with me. I don't think she should talk to her mom like that. I don't think her mom should talk to her like that is the second part. When you I don't think they should be going to parties together is my I opinion. don't think they should be going to parties together. I I did feel bad for Monica's kids because they were having fun and that's what's actually really sad. And it did bum me out that Monica's mom didn't think about them either. I'm legitimately stressed about that oldest daughter. She's carrying a lot. Yes. So put her on the list for therapy. Let's yeah, get, like let's get these. I like, hope I her. hope she's okay. People in the comments were like, Monica, wait till your grandma sees how you talk to your mom. And I was like, I don't think the grandma's going to be happy. Like, why can't they both be wrong? They are both wrong. That's my only question to all the people in Monica's comments. Why can't Monica and her mom both be in the wrong? Is this on Instagram? Where are you seeing these comments? On Instagram. Because Twitter is having a much different reaction. Oh, Instagram. People hate Monica. They're real mad about the way she talked to her mother. Twitter is like... Monica has some inner child wounds that need to be healed and her mother is a narcissist. She needs help. Um, In conclusion, don't invite me to a party where a priest is or any religious leader. I don't want to go. Don't make me learn a dance (laughs) and an activity that I have to do in front of everybody. I I don't want to go. And, but do, if I could come and just watch, I'd love to be invited. Yeah, if I can just be a spectator, but. Also, I'm fine just watching it at home in the comfort of my own bed. Big week for the brunettes, slow week for the blondes. Agreed. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, Okay, that's it. Goodbye. Bye.